Yuma Daphnan Dal, seven lines in the bottom of Nun Gemma Bays at the start of the Gemara. In the Mishnah, we said, Mishinitul Aran, Ivan Haisashami, Maisnivin, Mishayim, Ushisi, Haisnikras, that in Bayashani, once they removed the Aran from the Kurdish Kadashim, as it was no longer there, there was an Evan called the Evan Shasia that was over there, which was from the times of Shmuel and David. So the Gemara says, Mishinitnas like Tari, the Mishnah doesn't say the words that the Aran was Nidnas that was hidden away, Ella Mishinitel, but the Mishnah says, the Lushan, that it was taken away. So the Gemara says, that we're going like the Manda Arman that we're going to see in a moment, which is going to be the Sheet of Rebbe Leza and Rebbe Shem that hold that the Arman was actually taken into captivity into Bavel. The Tanya, as we learned in the Bryser, Rebbe Leza says the Arman went to Golas to Bavel, was taken into captivity. Shemad says in the Pasuk in the Biyam, that the next year, Nebuchadnezzar sent and he took Yayachin into Golas and he took together with the treasured kalim of the house of Hashem, of the Beis HaMikdash, and the Klicham that we're referring to is referring to the Aaron. Rabbi Shem Ben Yichai, Rabbi Shem Ben Yichai also agrees to Rabbi Leaza that Aaron got the bubble, that Aaron went into captivity into bubble. Shinem, as it says in the Pasuk in Yishaya, Le'evasidava Am Hashem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said that nothing was left in the Beis HaMikdash, including the thing that says Dava, which is referring to Elo Aseris Adibris Shabbai, is referring to the Dvarim, the words that were said on the Aseris Adibris, which were written on the Luchais, which were in the Aaron. And therefore, you see that the Aaron went to Babel. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda argues both on Shimon Yichai and Rabbi Leza, and he says Aaron ben Mekayim that the Aaron was actually Nignaz, it was actually hidden away in its place in the base of English, as we learned before, that Shleim Melch made tunnels, and it was hidden away by Yeshio. Shinem, as it says in the Pasuk, by Yero, Russia, Badim, and Akaisha, Plant, Via, Vlayroa, Chutza, When referring to the actual Aaron, it spoke about the Aaron and the Badim of the Aaron, which of course the Badim of the Aaron had to stay within the Aaron, as we know that. The poles of the urn had an issa to be taken out, and therefore, if the bottom it says on it that it was there until this day, which means now that we're reading the pasuk, we speak and we say that it's there today, it must be that it's still in the basement there's somewhere, but it was nignaz. Now, this member and this price that we just brought, we saw Reb Lazar and Reb Shimon both said that the urn was Gal Lubavah, and the only sheet that said that the urn was nignaz, which Reb is actually called on the sheet of Ula, Dama Ula, because Ula said that Shal Reb Master Ben Charis is Reb Shimon Beichai, that there's a story where Reb Master Ben Charish asked Rabbi Shimon Ben Chai Beraimi in Rome. Bechim Achshu Rabbi Lazar Malamdenu Parmishenu Shnia. Since we know Rabbi Lazar had two tefim psukim, which we'll see in a moment, to teach us that Aaron Galu Lebavol and Rishayin Hadamar. The first pasuk that we had is the pasuk that we said Beviyo Bavala Im Klicham Des Beis Hashem. Again, the Klicham Des Beis Hashem went to Bavol, which is referring to the treasure and referring to the Aaron. Shnia Mai. What's the second pasuk? Dechsev Vayesi Min Bastian Kaladara that it was removed from the Bastian from Yishlaim, all of its splendor, and of course that's referring to the. Aaron. We turn to Daphne Dalim now. My Kaladar. Why does it say the Lushan Kaladar all of its splendor? And we learn out it's referring to Khadra. It's referring to the inner rooms of the base of Midosh. And the Pasik is teaching us that even the Aaron, which is an item that was stored in the inner room, was also taken to Galas. What do you say about these Psukim? Do you agree with Rebel Ezra that the Aaron was brought to Galas? responded and said, Shani I actually disagree, and I say Aaron that the Aaron was actually hidden away in the Spot, and the Edmund Pasuk says, as we said before, which means until today, and therefore the urn is still somewhere in the area of the base of Middash, in the area of the Kaddish Kadashim. So Rabbi said to Ula, my mashma, how do you know from this Pasuk? Because it says, Are you going to tell me that every time it says in the Pasuk the words, it means forever, and it means even to this day, we have a Pasuk that says, 
that says over there, the Yavusi that was sitting and dwelling in Yishlaim, that the children of Binyamin did not get rid of them completely, and they lived together until today in Yishlaim. Now, since this Pasuk says, that until this day, that the Bnei Binyamin and Yavusi were living in Yishlaim together, you can tell me that the children of Binyamin, as well as the people and the families of Yavusi, lived together in Yishlaim. But Tani Rebbe Bresset says, Rebbe Yehuda, Rebbe Yehuda says, for 52 years from the time of Chorban Bayez Rishon until Kairish gave Rishos to start rebuilding the base of Midosh that no one actually dwelled in Yehuda and no one passed through Yehuda it was completely desolate Shinema as it says in the Pasuk and this Pasuk is in Yirmiyah in this Pasuk Yirmiyah is crying about the destruction of Yishlaim he's saying that's an area which is so desolate that no one's passing by and there's no sound of any animals it's all the birds as well as all the behemoths they have wandered around and they've gone away and they're not in Yishlaim anymore and we learn now since it already said which is referring to all types of animal and then says therefore the word behemoth is extra and behemoth is a gematria 52 and we tie to the Pasuk until the time of 52 years which is the gematria behemoth that's a time that Yishlaim will be desolate from people so we see clearly from here that Shevet Ben Yamin as well as Yavusi did not live in Yushlaim during that period and therefore you can't say means that they'll be continuously living there Vitania we also have a price that says that for seven years there was a Kiyam of the Klal that says in Pasus Kisava in the Teicha that the Pasuk says that there'll be Gafis Humelach and that will be in Eretz Yisrael so you see for seven years Eretz Yisrael was completely desolate and completely full of Gafis Humelach and was uninhabitable but Rabbi Bechel Rabbi says my time Rabbi what Pshan Rabbi he says that's going to be for seven years because Asi Bris Bris he learns out the word Bris from the word Bris in Daniel it says that Gavriel said to Daniel that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make a strong Bris with the great people for a period of seven years and it says over there which is again in the Teicha right after the Pasuk which says Gafris for Melech it says and they'll say that the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu went and gave them the Teicha because they went against HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Bris of so you see again the Lashon Bris just like over there the Bris was for Shavu Echad for seven years here also when it says Bris the Gafas for Melech will happen for seven years but once again it can't be that Binyamin lived in Yishlaim the entire time but Gemara wants the answer on Malay we span it back Hachak Sivsham Hasam Lach Sivsham it depends what we're talking about in Op Sukkim it says that the Oren and the Badim will be there the entire time and therefore we say it has to be there the entire time it has to still be in the base of English and therefore it must be that the Aram was Niglas. However, by the Yavusi and Bnei Binyamin, it just says Ariyam is there. It doesn't say Sham, and therefore it doesn't have to be the entire time. It just means that it was there for a long time. And yet again, the Gemara says, Are you telling me anytime it says Sham, it means forever? The Pasuk says in And some of these people from the children of Shimon, there were 500 people that went to Haseah, and these people. People were the ones that went at the head, they were the leaders. And they fought with the extra and the remnants of Amalek. And these people from Shimon lived there until this very day. So now it says over there, Sham, and it says, And we know that Sancherv, who was the king of Assyria, he mixed up all the nations and all the people of the world, that there's no more purity in people because he caused them to all to go to Golas and put them in different lands. Because we know Sancherv said, that I'm made sure to take away all the voice, all the boundaries
boundaries of all people and make sure that they go through different lands. And the Pasuk also says that he took away all of their treasures and he plundered all of their lands. But the main point is that you see that every single person in the world was displaced at some point from Semcherv. So therefore, the people from Shimon also didn't live in Hasei anymore. And that Gemara says, Even if the Pasuk says, We don't necessarily mean that it had to be there forever as we saw from these Pesukim. Rabbi Nachman said, Tana, we learned that the Chachamim say that the Aaron was actually in the base of Midrash and it was actually Nignaz, it was hidden away, but where was it hidden away? In the Lishka of the Deir Eitzim, where the place where they had the firewood. We also have Bryce that says this, Maisim B'Kayin Echel was a story with a Kayin, showing Ms. Asik that he was busy with doing something, and he saw that there was a marble stone floor that looked different than the rest of the tiles of Baba Yedias Chaveri, and he went to tell his friends, and he didn't complete saying what he was saying, until this person died, and everyone realized, for certain, that that's the place where the Aaron was hidden away. What was he doing? He was playing around, and he was sharpening his axe. In Yeshiva, Rabbi Shmuel, they said, What happened over here was, there were two Kahanim that were Balimum, therefore they couldn't do that what the Balimum used to do, they would stay in the base of Middash and they would inspect all the Eitzim, all the firewood, to make sure there were no worms, because if there's worms in firewood, it would be Pasalim's Bech, and while they were doing it, the axe that they were using slipped from one of their hands and it fell down onto the ground, and from the power of it falling down the ground and hitting the metal of the Oren, and the fire came out and consumed them. Rabbi Huda Ramik said, Rabbi Huda Esestira, from a Pasuk in Malachan, by Yeroh Rasha Badim, it says that the heads or the tops of the bottom were able to be seen, that shouldn't be seen outside. So Hakeit said, even though that they were seen through the Perechas because they were a little bit touching the Perechas and therefore they looked like something was inside, but you weren't able to see the actual bottom. That you were able to see the heads and the tops of the bottom. You would think that you can't move them from the place because we know that the bottom are not allowed to be moved. But that you move the bottom into the actual Perechas. So you would think that maybe you rip the Perechas and you make it stick out of the Perechas a little bit. That you can't see it outside. So said, how do you actually do the bottom in the urn and leave them in order that they're sticking into the Perechas a little bit? That they actually go and stick into the Perechas a little bit and therefore from the other side they look at two Dadi Isha. The Pasuk and Shir Hashirim is talking about the Ketaris which one of the Ketaris was called Mar and it's telling you the package of Mar, which includes the Ketaris, which has Mar, is beautiful and beloved to me, and it's something which is dwelling between my breasts. And what is that referring to? That's referring to the urn. As we just said, the bottom of the urn is something which goes in like Dadi Isha into the Perechus, and that's where the Kain Gadol and Kippur would take the Ketaris and be it in the base of English, in the Kadesh Gadashim, right by the Dadi the Isha, and right by the poles of the urn. The Gemara continues, Amar Tina, B'Shashi Yisrael Oil Regal, when Klai Yisrael went to be Oil Regal, Megayel and Lohem Asaprechus, the Kahanim would actually go and roll up the Perechus for them, Umayim Sakruv, Meshayim Urum Zebzeh, and it would show them that in the Kadesh Gadashim, they would be able to see the Kruvim, and they were going, and they were hugging each other, and the Kahanim would tell Klai Yisrael, Ruhi Baskin Fayamakim, go and see how beloved you are in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kichiba Zachar Keva, just like the love between a male and a female. So Masar of Chisar of Chisar asked the following question, how can you say that they were able to roll up the curtain in order to be able to show to Klai Yisrael who had just used to Elam the Kruvim and the Aaron? We know the Pasuk says, 
Kodesh, that even Lviim, when Klai Yisrael was about to travel in the Midbar, and they were taking apart the Mishkan, and it says that he should go and see the Kodesh and the Kedusha, and then now I'll do it. And that's even referring to when they took the Kalim, which includes the Oren, and they placed them into the different bags that they would carry them, and they would wrap them with, that the Lviim had no right to look at the Oren. So you see, if the Lviim couldn't do that, then for sure Yisraelim, on, when they come to be Oil Regal, how can you go and show them the Oren? Nachman says that this is the difference between the time of the Mishkan versus the time of the base of Mikdash. Marshall Kalim, this is similar to a Kala, calls Mashiv Beisavia, when she's in her father's house, that they're just getting together at that point, then she's still a from her husband, and therefore she's not going to show off as much as she will at a later point. And therefore, and during the time of the Mishkan, it's impossible to go and look at the urn. But but once she already gets to her father-in-law's house, which means that she's already living together with her husband, at that point she's not going to be a snuah from her husband, and the nimshal is to this man of the base of Mikdash, that at that time, the Yidin, during the time that they were being Eilerregel, they were able to already look at the urn. But we just said, during this man base of Mikdash, you could actually look at the urn. So Masra of Chana Barakatino, we had the story with the Kayin that was busy and he went and he saw that there must be at this spot where the stones were different in the base of Mikdash, that was the place of the urn and he wanted to actually reveal it and we said that he died. So over there, why would it be a problem if he actually revealed it to them? It was already in this man in base of Mikdash and therefore it wouldn't be a problem. That's his man that they were like base Chamel, they were already in the father's house, they were already married. Amalei, Rav Nachman says, that we have different periods. We have this man in the Mishkan. At that point, you can't see the Aaron. Then we have this man in the Be'ez Rishon. You could see the Aaron. But then once you got to Bayashani, at that point, the Aaron was already in the nest, and therefore it's likely we're divorced. And now we just came back for Bayashani. It's almost like you're starting a relationship all over, and therefore you can't see the Aaron. But my skin is When we just said that they used to show the people who were the actual Aaron by lifting up the curtain, what are we referring to? If you're talking about during the Bayez Rishon, there was no Perechas over there because we said there was an attraction, it was an actual stone wall. It must be that you're talking about by Bayashani. At that point, there were no Kruvim because the Kruvim actually were put away together with the Aaron. And just to point out, there were actually two different sets of Kruvim. There was the Kruvim that was on top of the Aaron. You had the Aaron, you had the Kapurus, and on top of that, you had the Kruvim which Moshe Rabbeinu made. And then there was a Kruvim that Shloyma Melch made, which were much larger Kruvim, and they stood on the ground, and their wings went on top of the Aaron. So the Gemara says, we're only talking about over here by Yisrishon. My Perechus, when we speak about Perechus over here, we are not talking about Perechus that act as a curtain, almost like a wall, because in by Yisrishon, as we said, there was a wall. But we're talking about Perechus the Bavi. These were the curtains that were on the doorways. Every single doorway they had in the base of Mikdash, not only were there doors or gates, but there was also a Perechus, similar to our Aaron Kaddish nowadays, that we have a Perechus on the Aaron Kaddish, and then once you open up the curtain, you still have doors that you need to open up. The Amr Abzeir Amr because Abzeir said in the name of Rab, Shloisha Asa Perechas Hayyabimikdash. There were actually 13 different Perechas in the Mikdash. Shiva Kneged, Shiva Sharon. There were seven Kneged, the seven main gates of the Chatzah. Shtayim Achas Apiska Shleichel, Bachas Apiska Shalulam. And then he had two more gates, one for the opening of the Heichel of the Kaddish, and one for the opening of the Ulam, which was the area before the Heichel, as we mentioned before. There was a large area, like a hallway that you went into before you got to the Kaddish. Shtayim Bedvir, Shtayim Kneged Baliyah. And then there were two for the Dvir, and two was on the upper floor. But the point is, that you see that even though there were entrances and there were gates, there were also curtains on them as well. And when we said that they used to lift up the Perechus during the time of Euler Regal in order to show Klaisol, that's referring to the Perechus that were on the doorways during Bayes Rishon. Rabbi Achabai Yaakov, however, Rabbi Achabai Yaakov says, really, 
we were talking about Migdashani, Ukruvim the Tzurtav Kaimi, and the Chedami, we weren't the Kruvim, which were the forms that were made, that were standing on the ground by Shlomo Melech, or on the Aron, of course, because there was no Aron. And what Rav Kadina meant when he said that he lifted up the Preches in order to show them the Kruvim, he was referring to pictures of Kruvim that were painted or engraved on the walls. And we see this in the Pasuk, as the Pasuk says, that's called Kirus Abayis Beis of Kala, that all the walls of the base of Migdash, they were actually made with designs, Kruvim, Vesim, Reisim, and these designs were of Kruvim and of trees as well as flowers. And then it says, and he placed on top of them gold, which was flattened over these engraved designs. And it also says, that the tzur that they made was like a man and woman that were hugging each other. So the Gemara says, I'm Rav Barashila. Rav Barashila says, and we turn to Dr. Ndalad on the base, that's referring to like a man that is going and hugging between his arms his wife. As Rashi says, when the Goyim came into the Hechel and they were going to destroy the base of English, they saw that the Kuvim were hugging each other. So they took them out to the Shuk and they said, We know Yisrael is so Chashim that the brachas come true and the clothes are actually closed. Ask Bidvarim Halalu, they're still busy with the husband and wife hugging each other. Miyad Hizilim, right away, they debased these pictures or these statues. Shanamad says in the Pasuk, that all who once respected her at this point they were debased her because they saw her ever. The Gemara continues, you see her in the grass, as we saw in the Mishnah, there was an Evishasia that was under the place where the urn used to be, and they saw it and it was three ets per tall. The Gemara continues, Tana we learned, the reason why it was called the Evishasia is because from this stone, that's where the world was created and the foundation of the world came from this area. Based on our Mishnah, we see like the Manda that says, by the fact that we said that this Evan was where the world was founded from, so therefore we see that Yushalayim is the place where the beginning of the creation of the world starts from. As Rashi points out, that Yushalayim was created first, and then slowly but surely, they added pieces of mud to the areas until it became a complete world. And the Gemara continues, the Tanya, because we have a Brisa, and we're going to see there's a four in as far as how the world was created. That the world was created from its center and then it spread around that. And the Pasuk in Eev tells us that when dirt was poured to make a piece of bedrock and then the clumps of dirt stuck around it and it formed the entire world. The world was created from its side. It says in the Pasuk that to the Shelig it was said, You should become the world. And using Geshem from all four sides of the world, that he brought down Geshem and he made it into Arit. So he formed the shell that made the world from the Geshem that came from the corners. So you see it started from the corners. HaKadosh took a stone and threw it into the ocean. And from that stone, that's how the earth was formed. As it says in the Pasuk, that actually the world was created from Yishlaim and that was actually the center of the world. And therefore really the Chachamim and Rebbe Lezer that said, are really the same shita. As it says in the Pasuk, from Yishlaim, from Yishlaim, the beauty of the entire world was formed. This is the creations of the heaven and the earth when they were created. On the day that Kodesh Baruch created Eretz Vishmaim, the earth 
earth as well as Shemayim. The Rebbe Lezal says, tell the Shemayim and Shemayim Yavu, that the things that came from Shemayim, which were the toldest of the Shemayim, that the separate secondary things to Shemayim, which is like the sun and the moon and the stars, they were created from the Shemayim itself and told us earth, but earth Neru. And the things that are told us to the earth came from the earth and they were created from the earth itself, like a person, like all Balechayim and all growth. Both the Shemayim of earth, Mitzian Neru, they were actually created from Yushlaim, Shenema, Mizvah, also Kelo, Kim Hashem, Diba, Vayikra, Eretz, Mizuch, Shem, Shem, Mavayim, Vayimen. Then the Pasuk next it says, Mitzian, Machal, Yaifi, Yalakim, Yafiya, and therefore we learn, Mimenu, Machal, Yaifi, Shoelim, that the entire world was created from Yushlaim itself, and we will stop over here.